Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you. We need a move. Good morning. We need a move. Good morning, good morning. Mm. We need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Mm, miracles happen when you move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Miracles happen when you move. Yeah, healing is coming. Thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, good morning. Miracles happen when you move. Good morning. In this room, miracles happen when you move. Heaven is coming. This is a move. My God, my God, my God. This is a move. My, 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 my. This is a move. My, 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 my. This is a move. My God, my God, my God. Yeah, miracle signs and wonders. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. He's going to do what he does. This is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My, 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 my. My, 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 my. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I revel in your glory. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, this is a move. My God, we thank you. This is a move. That was Tasha Cobbs. This is a move. Lord, we bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We just revel in your glory right now. We thank you, Father God, for we are citizens of the kingdom and we get that privilege because of Jesus. My God, great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness, Lord God. And we thank you for your faithfulness this morning. We thank you for keeping us from danger seen and unseen, Lord God. We just thank you, Father God, for your faithfulness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for grace and thank you for mercy and thank you for love and thank you that you are sovereign and thank you for your peace and thank you for your joy and Thank you for your ministering angels and thank you, Father God, for resetting us and restoring us, Lord God, and bringing us into the fullness of who you called us to be. Thank you, Lord God, that today the eyes of our understanding are open. And we are light enlightened to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus, according to your glorious riches, according to how you wrote our story. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for grace and we thank you for mercy and we thank you for peace and we thank you for justice, Lord God. And we just thank you for strength this morning, Lord God. And we thank you for revelation, Father God. We thank you for revelation and 
Lord God, we just receive your revelation today. We receive your word today. We receive your strength today. We receive your joy today. We receive the Holy Spirit today. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. For great is your peace and your undisturbed composure. So we thank you, Lord God. We glorify ourselves in you. My God, just reveal yourself to us today, Lord God. Reveal yourself, reveal yourself to us today, Lord God. Reveal yourself to us today, Lord God. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for kindness. We thank you, Lord God, that we're putting off the garment of heaviness and cloaking ourselves into the garment of praise. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That great is your peace. Great is your peace. My God, great is your peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Flood us with your presence today. Flood us with your presence. I don't want them to experience any of me. I need them to experience all of you this morning. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you. You are such a sovereign God. You are such a loving God. You are such a just God. You are such a fair God. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. I thank you for how much you love you. I love me, Lord God. And I just receive your love for today. I receive your provision for today. I receive your favor for today. I won't quench you, Lord God. I let your favor go before me. I receive that. I receive your divine positioning, Lord God, and global impact, Lord God. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God. Not global warming, Lord God, but in you, Lord God, that you're seating us and you've seated us at your right hand. And I thank you for Jesus. And I thank you for grace. And I thank you for mercy, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, for pricking our hearts, Lord God. And if there is anything in our life that does not align with your word, Lord God, burn up the chaff, my God. Burn up the chaff, burn up the chaff, burn it up right now, burn it up. We thank you for opening our eyes. We thank you for revealing yourself to us like you did to Moses, Lord God, in such a mighty way. Show us your glory, my God. Let your glory rest here. Manifest your glory in our life, my God. We need you, Holy Spirit. We need you, Holy Spirit. We need you. We need you. We need you. My God, in Jesus' name, we need you, Holy Spirit. We need you. We need you. We need you. We thank 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 you, Lord. We thank you. 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 Lord God, we just bless our food today. Let it be nourishing for our bodies, Lord God. Let it restore our soul. Let it bring peace. Let it be contagious, my God, in our lives so that we are restored, we are healed, and we are made whole, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. We just bless it today. Thank you for revelation knowledge. Thank you for manifesting us, and thank you for propelling us in your destiny. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord God, that we will keep our eyes on you this morning and nothing else. Unclog our ears unclog our ears let the words of our mouth and meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight give us eyes to see in the spirit realm thank you for 2020 vision thank you we hear you clearly thank you for ministering our hearts thank you for full filling our quiver we thank you for your presence we thank you for your daily help we need you oh lord we need you 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 we thank you for sealing the cracks and building up our foundation my God in Jesus name Lord I thank you thank you thank you father thank you 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 thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven my god 
for your glory, for your glory. Thank you, 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 Jesus. 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 Thank you. Thank you for renewing our minds, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for renewing our minds, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for searching the chambers of our heart. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for feet that won't run quick into evil, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, pride is gone. In the name of Jesus, doubt is gone. In the name of Jesus, worry is gone. In the name of Jesus, fear is gone. My God, I break in the name of Jesus, anxiety off your life. That's it. That's it. Anxiety, you must go. My God, I thank you. 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 Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you are a spiritual wonder. You are the Lord strong and mighty. You are the Lord mighty in battle. I thank you. I thank you. I release peace on your people today, Lord God. I release protection around your people for you said he or she who dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. So in the name of Jesus, I release peace and the name of Jesus, I re release protection around them. Lord, I thank you that the angels are encamped around them right now as we speak and that it includes their children and their children's children we thank you father god we thank you 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 lord god we thank you lord god that the word of the lord is in our mouth lord god we're meditating on your laws day and night father god we will not abandon them we will not move from them we will settle here lord god we will be settled in the things of you thank you thank you thank you we will settle in the things of 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 you for great is your faithfulness Great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. We thank you that your word that is sharper than any two-edged sword is splitting us, is coming in between our soul and anything that we're attached to. That's what it means when it says asunder. Anything that we are attached to, Lord God. Anything that we've allowed to be in the place of you, Lord God. Anything that we've allowed to take precedent over you, Lord God. We thank you right now that your word is driving a wedge in between it. Right now, Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, your word is driving a wedge, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we take comfort only in you. In the name of Jesus, we cancel the spirit of addiction. We break the stronghold of addiction, Lord God. We will not be addicted to social media. We will not be addicted to friendships and relationships, Lord God. We will not, we will not in the name of Jesus, those strongholds, those walls, those things that we built, Father God, false dependency on, those are being broken now, right now in the name of Jesus. We sever those cords right now. We sever the ties right now in the name of Jesus. We will have healthy relationships, Lord God. We will not be bound by anything but your word, Father God. For you said whatever we bind in the earth is already bound in heaven, Lord God. And whatever we loose in the earth is loosed in heaven. We will not, we bind the strong, we bind this addictive personality in the name of Jesus. This addictive personality, we bind it back to the gates of hell from which it came. Lord God, we thank you. We are only addicted or drinking the living waters, Lord God, for it's the living waters that's going to sustain us. It's the living waters, Father God, that's going to propel us and push us into our destiny and give us the peace we need, Lord God. We will not seek after other things. We are seeking ye first the kingdom of heaven, Lord God. So all these other things will be added to us, but we're going to seek kingdom first, Lord God. We're not going to lean into our own understanding, Lord God. We're going to trust you in all your ways, Lord God. And you're going to give us the desires of our heart, Lord God. You're the one that's going to manifest our destiny, Lord God. We're just going to trust 
trust you. We're just going to believe in you, Lord God. Encourage us today, Lord God. Encourage us in your word. Encourage us in your word. We thank you, Father God, for the spirit of encouragement dwelling amongst your people, Lord God. And when the enemy tries to come in and make them feel downtrodden, your word is the standard and your word is lifting them up. Your word is the standard and your word is lifting them up. We thank you, Father God, right now that your word is lifting your people up. It's your word. 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 Your word is lifting your people up in Jesus name. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the truth in your word. Thank you for revelation knowledge in your word. We thank you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We lift up holy hands and we just say thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We thank you, Father God. It's your word. It's your word. It's your word. It's your word. It's your word that's destroying yokes. It's your word that's destroying strongholds. It's your word. And we thank you for your word. We glorify you. If I have any business owners on here, if you own your own business, if you own your own business right now, if you'll just come into agreement with me, I'm going to speak a word over your business. If you'll just stand in agreement and you'll stand in faith, I'm going to just speak a word over your business. Just take this. You can raise your little hand. You can put your hand up and receive this word from the Lord this morning, this word of knowledge from the Lord right now in the name of Jesus. I declare, Father God, that businesses are prospering according to your word, according to your word, according to your establishment, according to your call. For you said, for those who you foreknew, you predestined, Lord God, and you predestined us into entrepreneurship, and you predestined us into ministry, and you predestined us, Father God, for these businesses that you've given us. Lord God, we repent if we've taken them for granted. We repent if we've not involved you in these business, Lord God. We're resetting order right now. Now, Father God, according to your will and your purpose and your call on your life, we call for kingdom in our business. Your kingdom come and your will be done in our businesses so that everything we do shall glorify you. My God, we take this word today. We take this blessing and we receive it by faith. Now go and flourish according to the word of God in Jesus name. Go and flourish according to the word of God in Jesus name. We thank you for our businesses are flourishing, Lord God, and they are making impact and they are making global impact and they are impacting their communities and you are giving us the resources we need, Lord God. You are giving us capital gain and you are positioning us for favor for in your word it said the heart of kings are in your hand, Lord God. So we thank you that favor is going before us, Lord God, and we receive it and take it by faith in the mighty name of Jesus. I love how intentional God is with us. I love how intentional. And if you didn't receive that by faith, if you're not a business owner yet, receive that by faith, receive that word. That was a word from the Lord this morning for businesses. And I received that receive that by faith, receive that, just receive it. Lord God, I may not understand everything in my business. I may not even know why you called, but I did it and I'm doing it and I'm starting it and I need you to be involved in it so that you can get the glory out of my business in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Now I'm going to tell you the word is a little weighty today. It's a little weighty and not weighty from a bad place, weighty from a good place. We're going to do a few things. I want to um, confess over our finances. We're going to learn a little bit more about our angels today. We're going to get into this as far as you can. So take your seat, get your pencil, get your pen, um, receive what the word of the Lord. He told this meeting today. This isn't like milk today. This is meat. You can digest this. You can grow from this. This is going to bring nourishment to your spirit and to your soul. And this morning when I heard, I, I was praying, I heard the Lord say the reproach is gone because of your faithfulness, because of your obedience, because of your continued desire to seek him. He was just like, Lord. And I was like, Lord, is that for me? Is that for your people? He said, that is for you and the people too. The reproach is gone. And when I'm saying the reproach is gone, all the retribution that we've received from the enemy 
all of those things that is gone out of your life. And so when we speak over our finances today, when we take this in authority by faith, I need you to receive this because a lot of times we'll still be stuck in the reproach. We think we're being cursed or the enemy is trying to do. But if you're faithful, if you're operating in kingdom finances and principles, which is tithing, which is sowing, which is rendering your seed useless, meaning you don't determine how your seed goes, if you've been taking care of the poor, all of those things are a part of kingdom finances. And so if you've been doing those things and operating those things, guess what? The reproach is gone. And so we just thank you, Lord God, that the reproach is gone. We're going to, I told you yesterday, we were going to confess over our finances. So we're getting ready to do a confession over our finances. And then I'm going to talk to you about your angels and some other things to strengthen you in faith. Remember, we are spirit we are spirit and we live in a body and we have a soul, but we are spirit and we were created for such a time as this. Thank you for all of you who have logged on. If this is your first time, I'm Lakeisha Johnson, LMJ. Um, and to find out more about us, you can log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com. Yeah, Angela, I received that too. Also, Jess, would you do me a favor and drop a link to Pillow Talk? We're getting ready to close out Pillow Talk. So if you've been wanting to attend Pillow Talk, you've never attended a Pillow Talk, I need you to get in and get there so that you can be a part of Pillow Talk. We're going to close the doors to registration in just a few days. Um, and Pillow Talk is necessary for you before you move into this next season. You'll know the Spirit will speak to you and say you need to be at Pillow Talk. And, or they'll tell you to sow into someone else's life. Gary Green, I know you didn't ask for this, but thank you for sponsoring Two Women for Pillow Talk. I appreciate you. You didn't have to do it and you did it and you are so faithful and I'm grateful. You are always sponsoring and putting someone into P Pillow Talk and I appreciate that. So let's do our financial confession, right? And you're going to take this by faith and we're going to stand in this. And we talked about why we confess and we're going to talk more about why we confess. It says, Father, in the name of Jesus. I confess your will over my finances this day that I've given the tithes of my increase and I claim the windows of heaven blessings for my life. Thank you, Father. My mind is alert and I hear your voice and the voice of a stranger I will not follow. It is so important that you hear the voice of the Lord in your finances. I'm going to say that again. It is so important that you hear the voice of the Lord in your finances. Can I say that one more time? It is so important that you hear the voice of the Lord in your finances, because remember, there is a way that seems right to the man, to a man that has nothing to do with God. It says, thank you. I receive now doors of opportunity for me and my family. Father, I have given to the poor. Therefore, I will never lack. So remember, I said to you, um, there are some things that set forth kingdom. One of them is giving to the poor. Every time you give to the poor, every time you support feed the streets, every time you buy something for the women with Salvation Army, it's not limited to just those things. But that re that puts something in place in kingdom. And the scripture says that it says, I've given to the poor. Therefore, I will never lack. I will always have all sufficiency in all things as you are raising up others to use their power, their ability and their influence to help me. Luke 6 and 38 says, given it shall be given to you. Pressed down, shaken together, runneth over, shall men give unto your bosom. You should have an expectancy of men and women that should that's promotions, that's increase um that's favor you may be in line someday and somebody pays for your food you haven't you should have an expectancy for god to bless you through people he's gonna bless you through people that's why i tell you, you ain't got no room for no strife you ain't got no room for no unforgiveness you ain't got no room for no haughtiness you ain't got no room for no pride the lord loves to come in between relationships so that you won't walk in the fullness of what you what you're supposed to so he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna speak to the voice of same stranger right he's gonna speak to people and tell them go bless her go send her a check go give her what you need when you give to the poor you will never lack if i am constantly giving to the poor i'm never gonna lack and some of you didn't even know that's what you were doing so you're raising up others in their power their ability and their influence to help me i expect this daily you should expect daily for promotion for increase him speaking into kings you getting some suddenlies some jobs some opportunities if you're in the way of kingdom kingdom is going to produce for you, right? 
It says, I expect daily father for the spirit of God of God to speak to men and women concerning giving to me. And in the name of Jesus, those to whom the spirit of God has designated are free to obey and to give to me good measure, pressed down, shaken together and runneth over in the name of Jesus. I believe every need is met with heaven's best. I have given for the support. Remember, he said, I'll bless you according to what I have in my hand and he has plentiful. He lacks nothing. So in the name of Jesus, those to whom the spirit of God is designated are free to obey and give to me good measure, press down, shaken together and run it over. In Jesus name, I believe every need is met with heaven's best according to his riches and glory. I have given the support of the work of God and those who teach his word. When you support the work of God, when you pay your tithes, when you sow seeds into the people who teach you the word of God. When you are faithful to do that, guess what? You activate a kingdom promise. It says you promised that you would supply all my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's why the other day, Sandra Eiler was talking about sowing a seed and sowing a seed into, uh, into ground. And you don't know Sandra, but I know her family is blessed and I know her ministries are blessed because she understands I'm supposed to sow into, I'm supposed to support the gospel. Well, when I support the gospel, when I support the work of God, there's a blessing on this. I have ministries that I partner with that I sow into personally. I don't just sow into my own ministry. I sow into my church ministry. I sow into some other ministries. I sow into some other things that I have constant partnership. So, and some of y'all are like, what if I don't have enough? Give a dollar to each ministry. It doesn't matter. So it says you promised that you would supply all my needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So I thank you for Father, I live the best and enjoy the best in every area of my life. Father, your word said I can decree a thing because of my covenant vow with you for the kingdom of God in the earth. When we are in covenant vow with the kingdom of God in the earth, we can decree a thing and it will manifest. Why? Because it's for kingdom. It's not for myself. Now, this is my decree. Whatever the particular decree is, whatever you need to speak over your finances today, some of you might need to pick your wallet up and speak over your wallet today and declare multiplication and increase. If you're in cover, whatever you're decreeing, if you're decreeing a hundredfold return, if you're decreeing that your businesses be prosper, if you're decreeing that God opened doors to you that no man can shut, whatever is your decree, decree it right now, right? I decree in the name of Jesus, right? Because I'm decreeing it for kingdom. I'm not decreeing it for myself. If I decree it for myself, it's different. But when I declare it for decree, for kingdom, it does its thing. It says, my family richly all things to enjoy. Now, Satan, I bind your activity in my life and I loose the angels, the ministering spirits of God to minister for me and bring in the necessary finances so that I may continue to finance the kingdom of God. Can anybody say that my increase is to finance the kingdom of God? Father, your word declares that my giving increases the fruits of my righteousness. I thank you, Father. I have the abundance of peace, the abundance of joy, the abundance of patience, the abundance of temperance and the abundance of goodness. The maximum return on my giving is mine because I give to promote the name of Jesus and the gospel in the earth in Jesus name. Amen. What happens when I confess the word faith comes, it stops satanic hindrances Angels get their assignment from the word of God. Angels are assigned to assist in the will of God. And I'm going to show you that. And then conditions my spirit to produce, right? It conditions my spirit to produce. That's why the enemy has constantly lied to you about your giving. That's why the enemy has constantly done it. And so I'm just, that's the confession we're confessing over ourselves today. That's what we're standing now let me show you how your angels assist you because this is important. Remember, we live by a spirit, right? And then we're going to get into, I told you it was heavy today. Psalms 103 and 20 says, praise the Lord, you, his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding and obey the word. The new living translation version says, praise the Lord, your angels, you mighty ones who carry out his plan, listening for each of his commands. Do you know how his commands are given? His commands are given 
based on the word of God. That's why you speak the word of God over your life. That's why you pray the word of God over your life. If you don't know what to pray, then you speak and pray the word of God over your life. Bless the Lord. Oh, you, his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. And the Berean study Bible says, bless the Lord, all his angels, mighty in strength, who carry out his word, who hearken to the voice of his commands. So angels hearken to the word or the voice of God's commands. So why wouldn't you pray the word of God over your finances? Why wouldn't you pray the word of God over your children? The Bible says at the end of Daniel's three weeks of fasting and praying for an answer from God, the angel Gabriel appeared to Daniel and said to them, I have become because of your words. That's what he said. He said, I have come because of your words, because you spoke the word of the Lord. And a lot of times we'll speak other things over our finances or we trust other things outside of our finances. I'm going to share something with you and then I'm going to continue in that speak the word over and how angels are caused to assist. And and it keeps us from doing doing things outside of the will of God. And it keeps us from doing things in our words. So every time we speak the word of God, every time we speak over our finances, every time we speak over our children, right? He's heeding the voice of the word of God. That's what the scripture says. He's eating it. He's hearkening to it. So when angels hear you saying, thank you, father, no evil shall befall me or no plague shall come near my dwelling. They come to your aid because you're giving voice to the word of God. God. This isn't like name it or claim it. It's been so perverse, right? And so we don't speak concerning our finances because we don't understand our finances as a kingdom. Imagine if every person, imagine if every person on this devotional sold into kingdom today. Do you know what we would cause? We would call forth an avalanche of righteousness because ministry still has to have resources. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ministry still has to have the resources that it needs in order to reach those places in order to take care of people. And so when we do this, when we speak over it, when we cause an avalanche of faith to come, then God is going to give us the resources he needs. So Jesus can get to the world everywhere. He said he's coming for a church without a spot or a blemish, right? He's coming for the church. Well, how do we get the church in the areas and to people who don't understand it? We do it through, through kingdom resources, right? And so the angels are activated by your word. You may not even know all the word to say, but the fact that you have faith in the word, it'll cause the angels to come. I remember reading a story. There was a woman, she had just left church. I think Joseph, Joseph Prince shared this story. There was a woman who had just left church. She could, she was walking down the street. A man was getting ready to pull her into the alley. She could not remember all the words. She could not remember all the scriptures. She just started saying, feather feathers, 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 feathers. And when she starts saying feathers, feathers, the man let, let her go and he released her. And what she was saying is all she could remember from the sermon was Psalms um, 91. And as all she could remember what the Psalm 91 was feathers, right? He shall cover you with his feathers under, and under his wings, you shall take refuge. So even in the state of panic, she activated the word of God and the, the word let released her. See, the enemy wants you in fear, making you think that the, that your angels aren't moving and that the word that, that they don't respond. Angels react to your words. So if you thought that angels didn't react to your words, I'm telling you, bless the Lord, you, his angels who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you hosts, you ministers of his who do his pleasure. And they believe that when David wrote this, that they were in war and he was in the midst of his enemies. And what David was simply saying in this was like, look, I'm not getting ready to take refuge in anything else when you're in, in the word, because I know when I release a word, the angels will move. You ain't got to, you, when you speak the word, Things happen in the spirit realm. Things will begin to get moved around. Things will begin to come towards you, right? So when we withhold the word of God, when we don't believe that the word of God is truth, then we're denying the spirit realm and kingdom. When we think it's about our provision, do you know you can lose your job tomorrow? 
Do you know they'll get rid of you tomorrow? Do you know that your job, they will get rid of you? But if you are in the word and they get rid of you tomorrow, guess what? If your words are active to say, no, the Lord shall supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. You, God will turn things around. You can have a brand new job. I've seen it. You got to have, have a brand new job. But we've been operating in a worldly wisdom where our finances are concerned. And we can't even receive what God has been trying to do for us. Angels are consistently, constantly listening to us. They listen and act on the words you seek. Matthew says, by our words, will be, we will be judged, right? And our words will be commit, acquitted. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Luke 12, 8, 9. Also, I say unto you, whoever shall confess me before men, him shall the son of man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. Oh my God, God, I'm not going to deny you. I'm not going to deny your word in my life. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it, but it's not just to have his word in your mouth. It's to have his word in your mouth and that you are also obeying the word because this is the mistake people at, operate in a lot. Are they confessing, but their lives don't line up to the word. Their lives don't line up to the word and we will go and create on our own. So let me give you an example. When God um, told me to leave teaching, right? He told me to leave teaching. I was, I was a college professor, for those of you who don't know, for 12 years. I felt the spirit of the Lord upon my life. He told me it was time for me to leave my job. I was in a very strange place. My husband had died. My income was reduced. Even though I was teaching at a college, I had less money. My husband did not die with insurance. He did not have insurance. We had to pay cash for his funeral. When he left, I was down a thousand in income a month because he didn't have, I could explain this situation. I just need you to hear it because we didn't have work credits. The social security for the boys did not replace his income. It was just a very crazy situation. But at the same time, the Lord was compelling me to leave my job. He was like, I need you to trust me. I thought I was getting ready to go and do my nonprofit full time, but he was really pulling me into ministry full time. The amazing part about this is God had asked me to do this before. I'm just going to be real. God had asked me to do this before, but I was afraid. I was so afraid. I was so afraid. And so I didn't move. And because of it, I know for a fact I was not as fulfilled as I should have been because I wasn't hearkening to the voice of the Lord. Right. So then as the, when I got to the decision, I was bold in my faith. It didn't matter. I felt like I had lost absolutely everything. My husband was gone. He was the love of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like just so many different things had begun to happen. So when the Lord asked me to leave this time, this time I wanted to obey because I knew something else was missing out my life. And I knew he was leading me this. The Lord led me to this for a reason, right? So then when I made the decision to leave, I know for a fact, going to tell you about my disobedience. I know for a fact he told me not to touch my 401k. He told me that. He said, don't touch that. I need you to trust me. I need you to trust me. Do not touch that. I need you to trust me with your finances. But because I had kids, I told you about that. I told you I had, because I had kids, I was like, this don't make sense. I was, I was quenching it. I was rebuking it. I was saying, oh, this can't be the Lord. And I pulled my 401k anyway. I know for a fact, my disobedience to his voice delays some things for me. Because it talks about judgment. It talks about no matter what kind of grace and see, we'll live vicariously. We'll make our own decision where our finances are concerned. We won't seek the voice of the Lord. We'll live in kind of our own little strength according to our own little way. And death will come. And I'm not talking about a physical death, but we'll kill or we'll quench the things that are supposed to be life that are supposed to be producing in us because we want to do things in our own way because we're uncomfortable. So I had to repent for that. I had to repent. I had to come in. I had to repent when the Lord showed me, he, when he showed me, he was like, you touch this. And I told you I was going to take care of you. And so I had to repent. I had to deal with the reproach. He took care of me, but I know for a fact, 
I did not walk into the fullness and the abundance of who God called me to be in that season because I was still trying to have my hand in my finances and do things my way. I was still trying to play it safe. And if we're going to ever come to the place of where we trust God, it's not about playing it safe. And so now I understand three, almost three will be three, three and a half years later, two and a half, almost three years later to hearken to his voice, even where my finances are concerned or to hearken to his voice, even where my children are concerned. Right. And so now it's a trust still. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. That's good. Not quench you because I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't comfortable. You talking about my kids. You talking about my babies. I did not understand it. And then one more other thing happened that I didn't trust God. I trusted myself. I got a check for for something and I should have used it for what the check came for. I'm just being real. And I switched it around and I didn't, right? Because I thought, oh, this, I didn't ask God. I wasn't involving God in my finances. I wasn't getting wisdom for God for my finances, right? I wasn't getting the wisdom for my finances. And so then my God, I had to come back and say, Lord, forgive me so that I trust you because why? Now let's, let's, I told you this is heavy today. I told you, take notes. This is heavy today. This is heavy, but this is how freedom is going to come to you. This is how freedom is going to come to you. So I had to position myself um, so that I received the fullness of what God was trying to say to me. Has it been strange in some places? Yep. Right. But I trust you enough to know that the angels are activated. If I'm tithing, if I'm sowing seed, if I'm giving to the poor, um, if I'm preaching the gospel and for me, because he called me to preach the gospel in Mark, there's a scripture that says, if you leave the gospel and go, if you leave everything behind and go preach the gospel for my sake, I promise you, that's what the scripture says that I'm going to take care of you a hundredfold and you're going to receive it in this age, not just in kingdom. Not just in kingdom, not just in, not just in heaven that you're going to receive a hundredfold. So when the enemy tries to flush stuff after out of me and he comes for me, 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 he comes for me. I promise you, he comes for me, he comes for me because he knows I'm on faith without walls. He knows I don't have a full-time job. He knows I walked away from my benefits. He comes for me. That's how he comes for me. And so when the enemy tries to come for me and my finances, I have to assert with the word, nope, I'm a tither. Nope. I'm a sower. Nope. I got seed in the ground. I've been sowing seed for 17 years. Um, nope. I'm going to trust you at a capacity and level. And perhaps I haven't trusted you yet. And then I'm not going to be wise in my own eyes. And this is what the word says, but I will tell you, I promise you, he tries to come for your voice. He does not want you to activate the word of God. And the reason that he doesn't want you to activate the word of God is because he understands you're a spirit and he's been watching your patterns and he knows you. Hebrews 1 and 14 says, are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. Now we have been studying, we've been studying by a spirit. We've been studying with your spirit. Today's scripture we're also going to focus on is Romans 8 and 6. It says, for the mind, now I just gave you an example, for the, for the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. Now I just gave you an example. Remember, we're talking about living life like a spirit and understanding we're a spiritual being for the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. So when I set my mind on on the flesh, then it's death. When I tapped into my 401k, that was my flesh. So I brought death to, I brought death, a spiritual death to my finances. And I couldn't receive the spiritual freedom that I was supposed to be experiencing in that season because my mind was set on the, on the flesh. It was set on fleshly things. It was not set on kingdom things. And anytime we set our mind on the flesh, we resist kingdom and it can't bring the life that we need. Roman 8 and 6, remember the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. That's NIV. ESV says for to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on spirit is life and peace. Romans 8, 6, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. For the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. And so Paul is saying there's a difference between living by the flesh, which becomes selfish, 
which becomes sinful, which has to do with your wants and desires and living by God's spirit. He has written that those who are in Christ live by his spirit. The difference in those who live by the flesh, they set their, their mind on the things of the flesh and that those that live by the spirit, they set their minds on or the spirit. They lead in two different directions. So if we set our mind on the flesh, right? Those who live by the flesh, you're going to go in the direction of the flesh and the flesh eventually leads to death. Whereas if we live by the spirit, it's going to eventually lead to a life of peace. When I made a decision to set my mind on the spirit, then my life became more peaceful. Um, I, I began to understand that I am not subjected to the hand of man. Um, I am subjected to the grace of God. I also begin to understand no matter how bad I messed things up, that there was grace and that there was no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So even though I didn't do what God asked me to do because my heart stays in a repentant state, cause I'm like David. One thing I seek after is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I can't live without you. Then I just simply said, Lord, please forgive me for acting outside your will and my, my finances because it's bringing death. It says those in the flesh are hostile to God. That's what Romans writer. So anytime I'm in my flesh, anytime I move according to the flesh, guess what? I'm being hostile towards God, right? And because we are full of his spirit, we should never, ever, ever, ever be hostile to God. So the law of the spirit of life is what's going to free us from the law of sin and death. And Paul is showing this here. He's saying this. He said, if you'll know, not make partnership, if you'll make a decision, I'm not going to live according to this, then what? So how do I shift my perspective, Lakeisha? How do I do this? How do I change this? Guess what? You're going to have to do it in the word. You're going to have to do it with the word. You're going to have to do it with the word. Can I tell you something? Twice on a Monday, we have prayed. We prayed last Monday. We prayed this Monday for our children, right? Both times we prayed for our kids. I have had to endure a test. I'm just, I'm not kidding. Both times we have prayed for our kids. I have had to do endure a test. I endured the last test Monday. I endured another test this Monday. This, that same, same thing. And I said, Lord, what is going here? What is going on here? And I made a decision both times that I was going to pass this test according to the word of the Lord. The enemy knows my heartstrings. He knows my relationship with my children. And I'm like, what is going on? There's something happening. So the enemy, as soon as we release words out of our mouth, he loves to come for our words. He loves to see if whether or not our words will line up with what we said. So both times we confess right? The enemy comes in like a flood to see if the word is the standard. Now, some of y'all like, that's why I don't be wanting to curse or confess the word. That's a lie. You need to still confess the word. That's a lie. That's a lie. You still need to confess the word because the, 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 the word of God says, submit to God, resist the devil, and then he'll flee. So I had to, in both situations, Submit the circumstances to God. The first situation, God said, pray for favor. I pray for favor and it manifested in 30 minutes. The second situation, I had to pause and say, God, I need to submit this to you. And it hurt like it hurt, like it hurt. It hurt me. I said, I'm just telling you, it hurt me like it hurt me. I, I was in some pain last night. It hurt me. And so the Lord was like, submit it to me, Lakeisha. And I submitted it to him. I said, Lord God, I'm submitting this situation. Teach me and show me how to work through this situation. I need to know how to work through this situation. And then I got the scripture from Proverbs. Proverbs 26 and 11 says, as a dog returns to it, vomit, it's vomit. So a fool repeats their folly. If I keep dealing with these same circumstances, these same situations, the same way, guess what's going to happen? I'm returning to my vomit. My dad is a breeder. Um, I love dogs. Anytime a dog gets sick to his stomach, it throws it up and then it eats it. I was like, I'm not getting ready to repeat the same mistakes and the follies. I submitted to God. I'm submitting this to you and I need you to show me how to handle this. I need you to show me what I need to do in this time so that I'm not handling this in my own strength. So 
Then I begin to study Matthew 7 and it tells me, do not judge or you too will be judged for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So I started applying this even to the situation with my son. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your eye? How can you say this to your brother? Let me take the speck out of your eye. When all the time there's a plank in your eye, the, the Holy Spirit begin to say the same compassion I extend to you is the same compassion I need you to extend to your children. And so I had to operate in forgiveness quickly. I had to release them quickly. Right. And then do not give what is sacred to the, do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample. And then the Lord told me, he said, ask me, seek, knock, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, you will find it. Knock and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives the one who seeks find, And to the one who knocks, the doors will be open. And then it says, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone or if he asks for a fish, we'll give him a steak. If you then thou, though you are evil. And so God was like, ask me to help you with this. Ask me to help you with this. And so I had to say to the Lord, I said, I need you to help me with this. I need you to help me get past this. I need you to show me how to do this, not in my own strength, but do this in you so that I can love them both times from a place because I need you to know the devil knows your established patterns right? Go back to even the garden. The only reason he was able to tempt her was because he knew how she looked at that tree. He knew how she looked at that tree. So the devil knows your established patterns, right? He knows he's familiar with what you will do in certain circumstances and situations. And so if things are cycling back to you, instead of returning to vomit and handling things like you would handle things before, you'll, you'll do it. So he knows you. The second thing, when we do it in our own strength, there is no wisdom and help for the Holy Spirit. When you handle it on your own, there's no wisdom. So I had to submit that thing. I was sitting there. I was wounded last night. I'm just going to tell you. Judy kept saying, you okay? I was wounded. Like I was wounded for a second. Like I was wounded for a second. I had to sit there. I just got quiet, right? But I also was real, real about my emotions and feelings. And I said, Lord, you're going to have to help me. You're going to have to strengthen me here. You're going to have to help me in the Holy Spirit so that I deal with this accordingly, right? And so you got to begin to ask yourself, what do I reach for first? What do I reach for first when there is a problem, when there is an issue? What am I reaching to first? Because if I'm reaching to anything else and it does not God, if it's not his word, then I'm building an established pattern and the enemy is going to come for that pattern. It's going to come for that pattern. He knows what you reach for first. He knew Eve was at that tree. <laughs> he knew she was looking at that tree. He knew she thought that tree was desirable. He had watched her put and put so much attention on that tree. The enemy knows how I feel about my kids. He knows how much I love my sons. He knows how it's my desire for them to walk in kingdom, right? Right after I confessed, he wanted to come for my words. He wanted to see if I would retract what I had just confessed. He did that two Mondays in a row. Well, guess what? He's out of time because both times I've submitted to the word of the Lord. Both times I've submitted to the word of the Lord and I'm going to be like in Nahum. Affliction does not get to rise a third time. We're done with this. We're done with this. I'm submitting. I've recognized him. I've come into the knowledge of how he's tried this. He's not going to get to try me anymore, right? The Lord will keep you if you let him. But the problem is often we will keep ourselves. I'm just being for real. The Lord will keep you if you let him. But the problem is we often keep ourselves. Let me read Psalms 121 to you. It said, I will lift up my eye unto the hills, which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that he that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. God doesn't sleep on you. God is not slumbering in your circumstance and in your situation. He's not sleep in your finance. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand, which means God is upon your right hand working things out for you. The Lord shall preserve thee from evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. That was the word of the Lord for this situation. That's what he gave me. He said, look, ain't got nothing to worry about. 
Just look to the hills which cometh your help. Your help come from me and call on your help. Ask me for help. Commit yourself into his care. Commit your finances into your care. Commit your relationships into care. Whatever the situation is, act like this Bible. Lord, I'm committing this into your care. I had just submitted my kids to him last week. So the enemy is coming to see if my word is going to change. So if I stay to myself and I do it in myself, then God doesn't get to be all powerful. God doesn't get to be all sufficient. And so in Psalms 121, when David is saying this, he's like, look, I'm going to the hills. My gosh, I'm going to the hills from which come into my help. I'm not going to my girlfriend. I'm not going to my mama. I'm not going to talk to my brother. I'm not going to talk to my sister. I'm getting ready to go to the hills from which cometh my help because my help comes from the Lord. I'm not going to be vain. I'm not going to be prideful. I'm not going to pretend like this thing. I'm telling you, I was sitting right here on the corner of my couch. I was wounded. I was hurt. I'm just going to be honest. I was hurt. My feelings was hurt. My insides was hurt. But I also noticed a pattern. The enemy, when he wounds me with something close to me, he's looking for me not to use the words out my mouth. He, he's trying to silence my voice and I feel it in my chest. It's almost like I feel constricted and I can't say what I need to say. Right. So I never I, 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 I you can't expect your help to come from other people. Your confidence has got to be in God only. Right. And so it's got to be in the word. So I had to release the words again about my children. I have to release the words again. I have to say what God says about him. I had to call on the king of glory. I had to remind myself he who dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. Right. And he was coming. He was doing that. He was coming for financial. He's doing something with my son. And I'm sitting here going, no, I'm going to trust the word. So I sat on my couch. I pulled out my word. I pulled out Psalms 91. And I said, no, Lakeisha, who dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my fortress. I'm going to look to the hills which come as his help. And I'm going to ask God, help me in this situation. Help me get over this. Help me to forgive. And I had to tell my son, I said, I need to tell you how I feel so that I can release this. I didn't, I didn't have my feelings. I said, I'm hurting. I'm disappointed. I'm hurting. I'm disappointed. And once I released that, then it freed me to come back and be able and for us to have a healthy and a real amazing conversation and for me to usher him into the presence of the Lord. And so that he could build a different solid and a better relationship with the father himself. But I had to commit it to the Lord. I had to really commit it to the Lord. Get my hands. I had to be honest about my feelings. I had to be honest about where I was. Well, that's it. I need you to remember this today and I need you to, I'm serious. The devil knows your established patterns. Go back to Eve in the garden. He was familiar with where she had been and what she had been doing. Two, when we do it in our own strength, there is no help and wisdom of the Holy Spirit. There's none. Three, ask yourself, what do I reach for first? Am I reaching for the word in the circumstance, in the situation? Am I reaching for the word in my finances? Am I reaching for the word in my marriage? Am I reaching for the word in the children? Four, the Lord will keep you if you let him, but often we keep ourselves. That's what happens. Often we keep ourselves. And when we keep ourselves, we position ourselves. Remember, go back to our scripture. For the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. When we keep ourselves, death comes to the situation. When we allow the spirit to lead us, life and peace comes to the situation. Can I pray for y'all? Can I pray for, for y'all? I want to seal this word in the blood of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your word on today. I thank you for revelation in your word. We're going to seal this word up. We're going to seal it in our souls. This is healing. This is health to us. And we seal it right now in the name of Jesus. I cancel every assignment of the enemy that has tried to come for our words in the name of Jesus. Devil, you must go. You will not have our words. We will speak life and not death. We will be mindful of the things that we say. Lord God, we're going to look to the hill which cometh our help because our help comes from you. Lord God, position us to prosper, Father God, not just financially, but spirit, soul, and body, Father God. For you said as our spirit prospers, we will spirit pro begin to prosper in all things. Encourage your people today, Lord God. I lift them up before you. Encourage your people today lord god i thank you that we not quench the holy spirit i thank you for divine word today i thank you father god for souls being saved lord god 
I thank you. They will no longer hang around the realm, but they are coming close to the breasty one. They are hiding themselves in your feathers, Lord God. My God, I thank you for kingdom. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. And I thank you for Jesus. Now, if there is anybody that has not received Jesus as Lord and Savior, I want to introduce you to my Jesus. I want to introduce you to my Jesus. I want you to come into knowledge of my Jesus. It doesn't matter. You looking at somebody who is jacked up. You looking at somebody who was caught up in sin. You looking at somebody who was selfish, who was hot. Who was Can I tell you? The way that I know God is real is because I didn't live like this. I didn't agree. I was so sinful. I was so caught up. But when he caught a hold of me because he was looking for me, I began to understand because the desires in my heart changed and he can do the same for you. All you got to do is confess your sins. Lord God, I'm a sinner. And then you say, you know what, Jesus, I'm going to make you Lord and Savior of my life in Jesus name. And then ask the Holy Spirit to church to to help you and then get in a place to disciple you right get in a place to disciple i love y'all so much won't you consider becoming a partner of the ministry log on to the website lakeishamjohnson.com you can see all the partnership opportunities help us get the gospel everywhere this word needs to be absolutely everywhere so won't you consider partnering with us and then you know what i need you to do do me a favor go be loved today let the love of god be in you be with you and fill you in jesus name amen i love y'all peace thank you for tuning into our podcast if you would like more information about lmj ministries Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.